Welcome to a special episode of Storytime at the Ape's Nest. I, I figured things haven't been shitty and creepy enough, so you layabouts could use a little raw terror. Tales designed not just to drive you mad, but drive you stupid. This story, this special story, was recorded live at the Collaborative in Warren, Rhode Island. It's the next chapter in Chris Bryota's long-running series. A town where freaky things kept happening, which is now up to 7,000 pages and weighs more than a lot of really healthy babies. This performance has live music from Tyler Derryberry, whom you've heard from before on this show. And live laughter is from a bunch of terrified strangers who are probably having a wee from all of the fright and joie. Here's the last one. This is a new one. Out of my disgusting presses. Oh, we got time, baby. You take all the time you need, Tyler. I'm not worried. I'm just gonna look at you. I like your profile. You have a chin unlike me. Feel that? Feel that in your ear? That's called hearing. That's how that works. You feeling good? The town where freaky things kept happening. Chapter 5. Drape unto me, O oh ghosts, with your bodies like shower curtains. This is dumb. Kind of in media ways, if you understand that term. A hand pushing into a pocket, a pocket filled with pocket warm suet, a skinned eel squirming through an ocean of mayonnaise. Me, me, at long last, me. All the money I made from those Burger King hauntings. It all went to this. And as I slid into my first professionally lotioned bed, any question of whether it had been worth it melted away like shortening of my hot tongue. It was exactly as they promised in the smooth dwarf brochure. By covering every possible surface of my bedroom in lotion, they had just delivered something I had never had, a place where my skin can cease its endless cries of pain. You have to understand, this work I do, catching ghosts, I'm able to do it for one reason, and one reason alone. I bear the curse of an exquisite sensitivity. I can sense the barriers between worlds like skin on time's jello. And I can sense the needs of beings whose corporeality is but a whisper of a memory of wet tissues. And I can also sense the broken fibers in a queen-size bedsheet, like sand on a skinless foot. The dust in the very air scraping my face is like passing a kidney stone. My face, a wincing plate-shaped urethra. 
I have never known comfort. I have never known physical pleasure. But now, but now, peeling back those creme-heavy sheets, like lifting the skin off a dolphin, sliding my legs inside with a vacuum sound, a sound of canned pasta falling back into the can, that squelching orgasm of homecoming, I fell asleep. Then the phone rang. I picked up the lubricated receiver, which shoots out of my hand like an iced snake. I won't deny that I was angry and sensed. What could be so important as to pull me from the first time I had ever been happy? I said into the phone, who wakes me from my moistened slumber? The voice said, hi Randall, it's Diana. You really can't say things like that to me. You misunderstand me, Diana. The workmen came today. Every surface in my bedroom has been rendered into flowing silk. But the dream silk had of silk. The bed sheets, the dressers, the armoire, the telephone, so that every moment of touch is a symphony of oils. And I lay in this ocean of gels like a fetal jelly bean who has been at last placed back inside its mother. Uh, we have a job for you, she said. She gave me the address. I traced it in the gelatinous covering of my pillow because I can hold no pen, type on no keyboard in my slimy heaven. I slid out of my twin bed like an otter being ejected from an ice cream sandwich made of lard. Like Adam, ejected from smooth paradise into the grating world and walked out into the night, the unlotioned night, and thought, this dry world feels the way maracas sound. <laughs> there was a ghost to be caught, a filmy contraption of desires to be understood and then trapped. I had a long night of empathy and while ahead of me, but all I could think of was my return home to get back into bed, to slide in among my be-putting sheets <laughs> like a mashed banana being sucked home into a greasy wallet. <laughs> Thank you very much. Yeah. Please look for story time at the Ixness that you've today. Tyler Berryman. Thanks, boys. Hope you liked that one. I did. Liked it a lot. Anyway, hope you'll tune in next time for another story time from the Ape's Nest.